We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Monday, January 22nd. We have seven NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, amazing football on Sunday. Both games, just incredible. Ready to talk some hoops. We got a nice little seven-gamer to get us going here this week. How are you doing, my friend? I am good, man. Definitely glad that both of those games were exciting. Uh, it, you know, and even the Buffalo, not the Buffalo, excuse me, the Lions game started out um, like it was kind of going to be a at a snail's pace, Stevie. And then we got two touchdowns to close out the first half, and then things started to pick up in the second half, and we ended up with two really good football games. Uh, Chiefs ended up pulling it out. Obviously, that game is already over now. But pulling it out because Tyler Bass misses a 44-yarder at the end of the game. And uh, wouldn't it be fitting, Stevie, that once again, the same old Buffalo Bills 
can't get out of the AFC. Nothing's changed since Jim Kelly and, you know, that that regime. Really good team. At least that team made it to the Super Bowl. This team can't even get there. And the window may be closing. And so I'm really afraid this might be it for Buffalo. This may be the beginning of the end here. Yeah, I mean, I think Buffalo, I think Josh Allen played fantastic. Two or three big drops, big plays, you know, that cost them the game. A terrible fake punt. I mean, the fake punt didn't end up hurting them, but, I mean, it was a terrible fake punt. Like, so just overall, a really, really interesting game. And, I mean, Josh Allen played great. The Bills didn't play great. I I mean, and, like, Patrick Mahomes played great. Yeah, like Patrick Mahomes played great too. So it's really tough to put the blame on anybody. Um, I mean, Tyler Bass missed the kick. We're looking at a tie game and Patrick Mahomes gets the ball and tries to go down and win the game. So, I mean, it's it's tough. Um, I don't think you – if you're Buffalo, I think you have, to, you have to score a touchdown when they had the ball there at the end of the game. I think you got to put the ball in the end zone. You got to – like that's the type – that's the spot you got to – you know, say, hey, we're going to be a Super Bowl winning team, and that's where you got to score. So um, I'm happy to see Detroit do well. I-, I love the fact that, like, Detroit's doing well. Would love to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. Uh, what an upset that would be. I think either team that comes out of the AFC, you know, Baltimore or Buffalo, or not Buffalo, Kansas City, AFC, awesome. Um, but on the other side, you never know. Um, Man, 49ers and Lions going to be a fun game. So we'll definitely be talking some football later this week at some point on the podcast. What's up, YouTube? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Sunday. Let's talk some hoops. We get started here. San Antonio at Philadelphia, 238 total. Philadelphia, 14-point favorite in this one on the San Antonio side. Bassey's out. Collins is questionable. And then on the Philadelphia side, Bamba, questionable, Covington, and Melton out. Let's go San Antonio first. Let's talk uh, Spurs here. Tough matchup going against Philadelphia. Wimbeast back up in the 27, 28 minutes. Um, They've had him on a very tight rotation. What are we doing with the Spurs in this matchup? Um, I don't know if I want to play any Spurs. I know Stevie, I mean, look. Getting close to 30 minutes for Wimby, I do think is more fair, right? Like, I, I'm actually okay if we're going to get 27, 28 minutes from him. The 24 and 20, those I can't do. We have seen him get close to that 27, 28 minute mark, three straight games, Stevie. Uh, I am expecting the Spurs to lose this game, obviously, for Westworth on the road in Philly. Um, but he's about the only guy that actually want to play. Um, I do feel like their rotations has has tightened up a little bit. Uh, You know, playing Trey Jones more minutes, playing Devin Vassell big minutes, uh, bringing Keldon off the bench with a more defined role, if you will, Stevie. So I'm not not saying the minutes haven't seemingly become more stable, but I still don't trust the Spurs in this spot overall. Yeah, I mean, I like Trey Jones. With Wimby on the floor, his assist rate has been higher. We've talked about it recently, how his assist chances are way up since he moved into the starting lineup. He's converting on those assists a lot more with Wimby on the floor. You know, Charlotte the other night, 
Wimby sat the first end of the back-to-back. Wimby came back against Washington and Trey Jones double-digit assists again. So I think Trey Jones and Wimby would be my two spurs on this slate. And I mean, just overall, everybody else just sees such a big dip with Wimby on the floor. Uh, so I think this is a spot. It's it's Wimby, Trey Jones, um, and that's really it for me. And then on the Philadelphia side, I mean, Embiid is in play every single slate. If you're if you're taking shots on Wimby, hoping the game stays close, I think you got to roll it back with Embiid here on the other side. Even if I didn't think it stays close, Stevie, Embiid is like the guy. Um, he, he no no matter what matchup he's in, he's still not 12k, Stevie. Why is Embiid seriously not 12k or more? I feel like if this were Luca or Giannis and they were crushing in this fashion consistently they'd be 12k i feel like we're still getting a discount on Embiid. oh great he gets to play the spurs and they probably dominate them too and beat over everybody uh, i am in maxi has been playing pretty good but you know at 8800 i'm okay with it but i don't think he's a must play uh someone that's fringe for me is kelly uber in this spot stevie should be a pretty pretty easy defensive spot for him and this is a guy if he gets rolling stevie uh, and, and can get up a few more shots. The shot attempts have come down, no surprise in beating the lineup. But if he can get, if he can get, you know, let's say close to double digit shot attempts, he's a guy that I do like uh, to pick up a few fantasy points in this spot here. But once again, mainly in B, and that's about it for me. Yeah, I mean, once you get past Embiid, like Maxi is always in play in large field tournaments because he does have that upside. But do we think the game stays close? Like Maxi's matchup, Spurs against point guards, one of the best matchups in the NBA. If you think the game's going to stay close, I don't think I'd play Maxi and Embiid together in this spot. Tobias's price is fair. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Um, so I don't mind potentially looking at him. But once you get to the bench, guys, nobody consistent enough for me to take shots on here. So Embiid, potentially Maxi, potentially Embiid or Harris. Um, Good matchups for those guys. High total, 238. Philly has one of the highest implied totals on the slate, them in Milwaukee. Let's go to the next one. We got Cleveland heading into Orlando to face my Magic. 214 total here. Cleveland, a one-point favorite. Orlando back-to-back here on the Cleveland side. Garland and Mobley out. Levert questionable. Let's go Cleveland first. What do we like here on the Cleveland side? Uh, not as thrilled about Cleveland, Stevie, as Orlando's getting more healthy. I do know that Donovan Mitchell has been putting up stud performances, Stevie, here and there. Not necessarily every game. And the reason why I'm saying here and there and not, not with consistency, if he was putting up, Stevie, let's say 48 to 49 consistently and then giving us 60, I'd feel a little bit better. He is still look great tournament play at 9900, but I don't I don't think we need him on this slate. I don't feel like he's going to burn me. We have some, seen some nice performances, but once again, I, I don't think he burns me. Uh, Jared Allen down to 7800. This is probably the guy from this team for tournaments that I would consider playing. Then everybody else, I'm just going to leave them on the shelf. I don't feel like I have to have anyone else from Cleveland unless let me say this unless Garrett Levert sits for sure, and then I think Struss comes into play, Merrill comes into play. Uh, those two guys for sure. But outside of that, I'm I'm not playing hardly anybody from Cleveland. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, Orlando's a tough defensive matchup. Uh, I want to see if Levert ends up sitting. If he if Levert's out, Merrill and Struess are much more playable. I think you could take shots on Allen in this matchup. It's just a tough matchup just in general for Allen. We haven't seen him. I mean, we saw him get in foul trouble. When these teams played in December, Allen got in foul trouble really early in that game. I think he only ended up playing like 13, 14 minutes in that one. Um, and it happened. Maybe it happened twice in December. I remember Allen getting in foul trouble. So if he can stay out of foul trouble, I could see him having a much better game here. On the Orlando side, I mean, obviously it's the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll have to see Wendell Carter Jr. playing or not. You know, we saw him play 30-plus minutes against Miami on Sunday, so we'll see if he sits here. And we saw Goga didn't play at all on Sunday, so I wouldn't be shocked. Like, Goga plays a little bit more here. Wendell Carter Jr. ends up sitting in this game. We'll see, like, what happens with Cole Anthony. He tweaked his ankle. Um, he did say that he should be fine, but ankle injury, especially when you tweak an ankle, we'll see how it feels the next day for sure. Uh, what do we like here on the Orlando side? Yeah, I mean, with uh, with our running mate back here, Franz Wagner, Stevie. Great to uh, see him I, back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came back, look, played 28 minutes, um, blowout game, obviously. So I, I think, Steve, it's not a blowout here. I think he, you know, gets back into I, I think maybe play 30-ish minutes, you know. So I I I, I like this spot came came right back 30 fantasy points. Um we saw Paolo Ventero, how is he affected? Not not too much. He played 31 minutes. So all in all, I think this is an okay spot for Orlando here. I don't hate um you know taking a shot in tournaments only, Stevie tournaments only on uh on Paolo. Or coming down, this is the guy we've been talking about, Wendell Carter Jr. They snuck it in on us, Stevie. 34 minutes. I mean, I just, man, could, could, this might be the, the last time to get him at this price if he gets up into the 30s again. Obviously, with the Goga situation, that's going to help. But he's, he's too cheap today. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a spot where luckily this is a seven o'clock game because I wouldn't be shocked if like Wendell Carter Jr. and Franz Wagner sit on the second end of a back-to-back with them monitoring the you know the minutes and the injuries. So if both of those guys end up sitting, I have a ton of interest in Paulo. Uh, I think Paulo could have a big game here. But if everybody plays, they're all kind of priced like Franz is out. 
So, I mean, I love the Wendell Carter Jr. big minute game finally. It was great to finally see him. He's huge for the defensive side for the Orlando Magic as well. He's such a good defender. So big, big time upgrade for him. And they showed it. You know, they beat up on the Miami Heat on Sunday. Milwaukee at Detroit, 248 and a half total in this one. Milwaukee, 12-point favorite. Nobody on the injury report for Milwaukee. Giannis is probable. Detroit, Cunningham, and Morris are both doubtful. Stewart's questionable. Let's start with Milwaukee. One of the best matchups in the NBA, Detroit Pistons. You know, we talk about it all the time. What are we looking at here on the Milwaukee side? Um, Let me just say, Dame just torched this team, Stevie. Uh, I, I I'm just pointing out Dame dropped 45 and 11, man. Like it was, it was just an insane performance by him. Um, I'm not saying that's coming again. What I am saying is this: this matchup is soft. If you want to play Dame, play Dame. If you want to play Giannis, play Giannis. Like I don't think there's any reason to fade those guys outside of being afraid that it, this could be a legitimate blowout if they really get rolling. Um, even in that game, Stevie Giannis dropped 62 as well. Dame dropped one, he was one assist away from triple double. Yeah, so like it's I I like this spot for Milwaukee. You know, they're not gonna have a whole lot of resistance, and uh should be a fairly easy game for them. So give me both of those two stars, and I feel comfortable fading anybody else. Well, I mean, so like that game is a perfect example of what happens if Detroit keeps it close. Um, yeah, that game was exactly the type of upside, you know, Lillard and Giannis both had big games. When, when Lillard and Giannis are having big games like that, it's very rare that like Middleton's going to have a big game. He did have a solid game at 36 fantasy points, but 36 fantasy points, even on a seven game slate, not enough for 7,400. So I like Brooke Lopez in this spot as a low owned target. I don't think he's someone that will be very highly owned like this spot for him. Always a good defensive matchup um, for a guy like Lopez who can get blocks against Detroit. Going to the Detroit side, Alec Burks had a day. Um, he, he hit seven threes against Milwaukee the other night, scored 33 actual points. I want to mention that Asar Thompson played 32 minutes the other night, took 15 shots, had a really solid game. His rebounding is something that we've been talking about a lot here recently. Love Thompson in this spot if he's going to get some extra run. Bogdanovich, Duren, always in play. I think Duren is someone that could really benefit from this matchup. I know he had a bad game the other night, but he got in some foul trouble. Uh, what do you like here for the Pistons? Yeah, I love to call him Duren. He was going to be one of my first highlights, Stevie. I mean, this is a guy at one point in the season, Stevie, I think he had gotten up to 8K or more just because of some of the big performances. If it wasn't 8K, he was high sevens for sure. Um, and I think he's been in the mid sevens recently. Let me confirm that. Yeah, low to, low to mid sevens recently. Uh, definitely think Duran is a guy that still has the upside. So, uh, so sorry. Definitely a guy that I like in the spot. Um, if, if we can get Stewart to sit, and I'm with you on Thompson at 4,600, if he can pick up some minutes, it would be really nice for him. Um, you, you talked about Bogdanovich always being in play. His minutes are stable. Jaden Ivey's minutes are stable too, Stevie. I'm kind of not afraid of him with the Damian Lillard defense. He might be a get, let's get weird GPP tournament play at 6,700. I don't think he's going to quite get the ownership that he deserves, but if you look at his performances, Stevie, 
He's been really good. 36 fantasy points, 49, 46, 39, 38, 40. Like, that's what it's been the past few games. And he really hasn't been priced up. I think Jaden Ivey is a really good tournament play. Yeah, I think it's just overlooked so much how bad Milwaukee is defensively. Yeah. Like, it, it's overlooked so much. You know, this is a team that is bad defensively. It's very beatable. Very, very good spot for Detroit. Both these teams play really fast. Both of them are terrible defensively. Going to be a high-scoring basketball game. All right, we have Memphis at Toronto, 227.5 total here. The Raptors, a seven-point favorite. On the Memphis side, Adams, Bain, Clark, Morant, Rose, Smart, out, Tillman, questionable. Potal out for Toronto. Let's go Memphis first. Half the roster is out. We've seen, I mean, Triple J step up and score at least 40 fantasy points in four of his last five games. His price tag here is fair. We kind of wanted more from Williams. He really hasn't been doing as great. We've seen Luke Kennard play more and more minutes here. Um, what do we What do we like here for Memphis? Um, you talked about Luke Kennard, Stevie, and I mean, he's playing practically 30 minutes, spot against Toronto. Okay spot, not the best, not the worst. Um, but I think if you're looking for some type of value that's got minutes attached to it, which I do value minutes a, a great deal, Stevie. This is a guy that's going to play, so uh, I like him a ton. Uh, it, you know, Santi Aldama, uh, if if he's going to start, you know, this this next game at 5K and, and play close to 30 minutes, especially if Tillman sits, like I think he's in play. Uh, I was looking at David Roddy, Stevie. got 32 minutes now. I don't like the price here. I wish he was probably still under 4K, but if you're hunting for minutes on the cheap end, he's okay. Um, and, and that's just kind of where we're at with Memphis. Everybody's just very, very cheap. We, we've seen John Contra pick up, you know, upper upper 20s minutes at 3,900. He might be okay here. Um, you know, not, not a crazy high point per minute guy, but at 3,900, getting close to 30, 30 minutes, we could do worse. So I, I like him as well. I want to get your thoughts on Triple J. I'm, I'm not really a Triple J guy unless he's a little bit cheaper. So he's close to the 8K now. Excuse me, Stevie. And the scoring has been there the past couple of games. But how, how are you feeling about, about – I really want to get your take on Triple J. I don't, I don't really feel good about Triple J, but just want to kind of get, get your feedback here. I think he's a guy that – most times when he stays out of foul trouble, he sits around 40, but he has that 55 plus point upside in any matchup. So, I mean, he can get you, I mean, we've seen him, I think it was against Houston earlier this year, go for 60 plus fantasy points. So he's always in play and the, like, there's just so many people out that he's just doing everything. Like he's going to get, I know. he's going to get blocks. He's going to get steals. He's going to get assists. He's going to get rebounds. And he's going to score. I mean, his scoring has been phenomenal here with these guys out. So I think Triple J is probably my favorite play from this team. You mentioned Roddy. If Tillman's out, I don't mind taking shots on Roddy. contra has been starting, but he just kind of sits in a corner. He's not very active. Yeah. Um, with Contra starting, Zara Williams has gone to the bench. I just Memphis is a mess right now. Um, Memphis mess. I love yeah. it, Stevie. That that sounds right. 
the Memphis mess. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think you could take some shots on a guy like Triple J. But outside of that, I mean, this is a team that just lost by 29 against Chicago the other day. They're just, they're missing scoring. You know, when you look at it, Bain, Smart, Ja, uh, they're just missing their scoring. And it, it's tough. When you don't have guys like that, it's tough. Go to the Toronto side. What do we like here on Toronto? Um, so with Toronto, Stevie, I mean, come on, man. Get, get, it's, it's, it's kind of been the quickly show here with, with him, you know, emerging as kind of their primary primary guard. And then RJ, too, Stevie, um, he's been playing and has had a nice role as well. Now, I know Bruce Brown is there. Let's just kind of see maybe how this is going to work out and how they're going to try to integrate him in terms of their full lineup. I know Gary Trench, you know, he's still playing, you know, nice minutes, but mainly Stevie, you know, these, the big couple guys here, uh, Barnes quickly and, uh, and RJ Barrett. And really Steve, I'm probably more into uh, quickly and RJ Barrett than Barnes. I, I just want to see more from Barnes with Siakam. But I think with Siakam gone, I was thinking maybe we start to see the upside. We did have a game, but I still don't feel like Stevie. He's kind of the guy yet with quickly and RJ there. They seem to kind of be taking over, uh, and, and he's just kind of filling in. So I uh, want to take a wait and see approach on Barnes, but I do like quickly and RJ quite a bit. I like Barnes' assist prop. If you can find it, it's it's typically a five and a half. Um, right now, I'm looking at the Hard Rock, and that's the only option I have here in Florida. It's minus 140. If you can find a good number on it as far as – I think I'd get it at like 125, minus 125. His assist rate has been really high here recently. So um, watch that number. That's something I would look at. I haven't checked prize picks or underdog to see if they have his um, assist projection up yet. Like Barrett, like quickly, like Barnes. And then after that, Bruce Brown's going to get a good role with that second unit, but I don't think it's enough. And the minutes are still kind of spread out from everybody else, even with Potal out. I mean, if if we could get Jonte Porter playing like 25 minutes at 4,200, I'd be in. But he's just I – w- I want that like extra five to seven minutes from Jonte Porter. Yeah. All right, we got Charlotte at Minnesota, 221.5 total. Minnesota is a 15.5-point favorite here against your Hornets. Uh, Ball is questionable. Hayward's out. Williams is out, and Richards is questionable. Let's start here with Charlotte. Obviously, the Lonzo Ball injury matters a lot. Um, He missed a game, what was it, Saturday with the ankle? So we'll see if he's back or not for this one. I mean, tough matchup. Minnesota is a fantastic defensive team. But if Ball ends up sitting, that's like Rozier's 7,700 with no Lamelo. I, I think that's the price we potentially jump on. Brandon Miller has been playing phenomenal here recently. What are we doing with your Hornets? Well, Stevie, yeah, in, in terms of the Hornets, man, I, the Lamelo news is, is really impactful. And I know you know this, but if Lamelo's out, that just opens it up for Rozier so much. Like, we saw the other night, Steve, they were playing Philly, and Rozier's sitting here with 19-9 and 6. Like, it just really opens it up for him. When LaMelo's playing, what I think we're looking for more from, from Terry, which we saw kind of in the Pelican game, it was 25-4-2, but his peripheral stats really take a hit 
when he when he's not the primary guy. So that's very important for me because if he's out, we're going back to Terry Rozier being the guy, Stephen, and having massive upside at this price. So I I, I like him a ton. Um, if if Nick Richards is you know if he happens to sit again, look, I know PJ had a rough outing uh, on the glass the other night, but like we saw against the Spurs, twenty and six didn't really pick up the assists. But this is a guy that can score the basketball. If I know he's going to get thirty minutes, Stevie, I, I really like. Uh, P.J. Washington. Hey, he doesn't even play a little bit more, even with this full rotation. Uh, we'll have Bridges at 7,600. I think he's just okay. Um, we saw him have a nice game against Philly as well. But once again, I think he's just okay. You brought up the guy, Stephen. This is our rookie here, Brandon Miller. If he's going to get 35 minutes, Steve, we have to play him at this price. Now, Minnesota's a tough matchup. But what I like, Steve, is the shot attempts. We saw him 14 shot attempts against the Spurs, 17 against Philly. If he's getting, he's going to take 15 shots at 5,800. Steve playing 35 minutes. I'm in because he's got all the opportunity in the world. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. If LaMelo plays... I think this is a spot I potentially still take shots on Miller. Like he's shooting so well right now. Um, so, and like, he's been way more aggressive. That's what you wanted to him. He's been aggressive on the boards too. And that's good. Cause nobody in Charlotte rebounds downgrade for boards though, because there's a guy on the other side of this game named Rudy Gobert. And he, he gets every board um, that the ball doesn't go in the hoop. Rudy, Rudy's grabbing it. Um, what do we like for Minnesota in this fantastic matchup against Charlotte? Oh, man. Yeah, give me Rudy Gobert, Stevie. Rudy Gobert is a guy that I, I've actually enjoyed playing this season, Stevie, because he's been sitting in this mid-7K range. But if you've been playing him the past couple games, Stevie, you've been rewarded handsomely. And in this spot, I mean, we just saw him pick up, if I'm not mistaken, Stevie, 18 rebounds, I think. Let me check that. Different. Yes, we saw him pick up 18 rebounds against OKC, only scored seven. But the scoring has been there as well, Stevie. So the rebounds and scoring, 24 and 17 one game, 15 and 18, 19 and 16, 17 and 10. Stevie, this is a spot where 20 and 15 is, is possible. I like Rudy Gobert today in tournaments at 7,400. And I don't think he's going to get a whole lot of ownership, despite the fact, Steve, that you just can continue to attack the Charlotte Hornets inside with true centers and big men. 
another guy that, that should be in play here. I don't like the production you've been getting, but I would sprinkle in some Carl Anthony Towns. I don't – once again, he's playing a different role, not playing true center. I get it. But he's a guy that could absolutely dominate this spot as well. And we're getting Anthony Edwards at 8400 Pretty reasonable price for him to be playing against a bad defense if they can keep up. Uh, really like him a ton. And then on the lower end, Stevie, uh, if and I, I believe he's going to get 30 minutes. He's been playing about 30. I don't, I don't hate Mike Conley. He, he feels like a lower floor guy, but I think this is a spot where he could pick up 35-ish fantasy points if things broke his way. So I, re- I really like him in this spot. If you don't think this game is going to stay close and you think that it's going to be very lopsided, I think you could take some shots on Nas Reed. 4,900, and he probably gets 25 minutes in a blowout, 22 to 25 minutes. He's someone that can add up stats really fast against a team like Charlotte. So just another name that I think you could throw out there as a large field tournament play. And and then like Gobert and Cat and Edwards, a lot more if LaMelo plays. Really want LaMelo to play because I want this game to stay close and competitive. All right, we got Boston at Dallas, 240.5 total. Boston is a three and a half point favorite. They're going to be on the second end of a back to back. Exum's doubtful. Curry's questionable for Dallas. Uh, we saw Drew and Horford. Drew was like an elbow injury. So more of a maintenance kind of thing. And then Al Horford always sits one half of the back-to-back, and he played um, here. So I think we'll see a full-strength Boston team for this game. I I don't think they sit anybody here on the second end of a back-to-back, and I think this is going to be a competitive and fun game. What do we like here on the Boston side? Yeah, man. Um, If if everybody plays Stevie, I'm not thrilled about it. I mean, once again, we've seen Derek White, though, rattle off two big games, and this is what we were talking about, Stevie. A guy in this price range that's got the upside, sometimes you just have to roll the dice. Uh, I don't mind rolling the dice on him. Brown at 81, I don't think he's necessary today. I mean, he's got some upside as well, but I don't – I'm just not feeling it. Jason Tatum, 9,700. Definitely think he can get there, but if everyone's playing, Stevie – I don't like him. I don't like Porzingis. I don't like Brown. Yeah, if everyone's playing, I, I I like Tatum. I think Tatum could potentially have a big game. I know, like, there'll be narratives of Porzingis going back to Dallas to face Dallas. And if you want to play the narrative, I get it. Um, but I, I think this is a Tatum game for me. I like the white call, but I am a little worried that, like, a lot of that production was like Drew being out on Sunday and like he did it against Denver too. Um, So Derek White, Drew, all these like guards that they have, Brown, like any of these guys can have big games on any given day. Like it's just when those guys are going off, Tatum doesn't score as much, but I think this is a really good spot for Jason Tatum. I think we're going to see a big game from him on the Dallas side. Luke is 11 2 Kyrie's nine K what are we doing here with the Dallas twosome? Uh, I don't know. Duo. Duo. I don't know. I don't know if I'm playing either one, Stevie. I, I got it. I mean, Boston's been a tough team. I think uh, Luca's okay. Um, if they're going to stay competitive, it's going to be because of him. Kyrie's okay. If they're going to stay competitive, it's because of him. When both of these guys are playing, I'm just. 
I'm very apprehensive at those prices, Steve. It's, it's really the prices. But if old school, old school Lego here, gun to my head, give me Luke at 11 2. Anybody else on this team, like Lively's 5,300, uh, he's just okay. Like, I, I don't feel like I have to play anyone from the Dallas side or the Boston side, honestly, outside of, of uh, Derek White, who I feel like is just priced a little bit too cheap. I think he should be 7K most of the time. Yeah, I, 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 I have interests in both Kyrie and Luca. Hardaway at fifty nine hundred, he gets a big dip with Luca or or Kyrie on the floor. So if everybody's healthy, I don't have interest. I think Lively is okay, but I think you're going to find better value throughout the day. And like you mentioned, Derek Jones is someone that can put up thirty in any matchup. They'll need him to play minutes in this game. Uh, just in general, but I think it's Luca or Kyrie for me on the Dallas side, just kind of paying up for studs in this game. We finish it out with Chicago at Phoenix, 228 and a half total here. Phoenix, six point favorite. Ball, Craig, Levine out for Chicago. Phoenix back to back. They haven't had any injuries, so we'll see if anybody ends up sitting in this one or not. Go Chicago first. Any interest here in the Bulls? Uh-huh. I will have a little bit, but let me just say, Stevie, boy, it feels like the Bulls are stuck with Levine for a little while, aren't they? They just can't get him healthy enough to get him out of the door. I'm laughing, but I, I do think they're trying to trade him, and these little Nick Tiki Tech injuries might be holding him back. With that being said, Stevie, give me all the Kobe White. We saw what Kobe White was able to do when Levine sat the first time, and I know they had you know a couple other guys sitting like Caruso was – in and out during that time as well. Don't care. Kobe White, 7,200. We've seen what he can do. Really like the price on him. You've got DeRozan at 7,400. I don't mind playing him either with Levine out. Stevie Patrick Williams um, is another guy that that uh, at 4,600 I don't mind because he's going to get big minutes now. So I don't hate that. And then, of course, you've got Booch at 7,700. Uh, if he can get to minutes in the 30s, which I think he will, Stevie, uh, I don't mind him as well because Andre Drummond has absolutely gone back to a uh, non-starters lower minutes role and Vooch is back, you know, taking over uh, the interior of this team. So really like those three main guys. I don't feel like I have to play any of the, the cheap pieces. I think those, those other three guys are going to be fine. If I was going to play a cheap piece, last guy in Caruso, I don't hate it, but I don't, I don't feel like I have to play him. Yeah, I think Vooch is the answer. And I think White, with Levine out, uh, Kobe White has some upside in this matchup. So I think my favorite would be Vooch and then potentially taking some shots on, like, White. And AU is someone that's going to play really solid minutes. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. But he's going to play solid minutes with Levine out as well. On the Phoenix side, I mean, everyone's kind of healthy. We always know that, like, any any of Booker, Durant, and Beal have upside on any given day. My question, like, we've already seen Beal play a back-to-back recently, so, like, I assume he'll be good to go. It's not the best matchup. It's not the worst matchup. Allen did. I know he came back to the game, but he left the game for a little while with a leg injury on Sunday, so maybe he ends up missing the game. If Allen misses the game here... Maybe Eric Gordon gets a bump at 4,300 in minutes. Maybe, I don't know. It's just they're playing their guys just really solid minutes. So, like, taking shots on Booker, Durant, Beal is fine. But, yeah, if Allen ends up sitting, 
I, I could take some shots on Eric Gordon, hoping he gets into that 30 minute range. Yeah. I mean, if you said I'm with you, I'm once again, Steve, I'm just at the stance is that Booker at 9,500. Look, man, incredible game against the Pelicans the other night, 67 fantasy points, 52 real points. Steve. I mean, fantastic. 30, he shot 30 times in that game. Yeah. 30. 18 of 30, shot 60% from the field, 6 of 11 from 3. Um, you know, and he's had some 50-point games sprinkled in there. But, Stevie, I, it's like it's just like Boston. It's just like old school Brooklyn. I don't want to play the, the Russian roulette of which one of these guys is going to have the night. So what I would say is if you want to play people from Phoenix, you just have to put these three in a group, Beal, Durant, Booker, and say I only want zero to one when they hit lineups. And I think that's how you're going to have to do it because we know Durant can put up 60, 70 fantasy points. We know that Beal, Stevie, even though he's the cheaper of the bunch, he can put up 40 to 50 fantasy points, and we know what Booker can do. But trying to tell you which guy is going to have the night tonight, not going to happen. But I think you can play all three of them, like I said, in a group. And they're our new Brooklyn from this season. We were doing that with them with, you know, Bridges and – Cam Thomas, when he was starting, all those guys, I think that's what we have to do with Phoenix. Yeah, like, Allen is going to get some shot-ups. But, like, even KD on Sunday put up, like, 40 actual points. Um, and he shot 25 times. Booker shot 24 times. And Beal shot 16 times. So, between between the, the three of those guys, they've had 65 shot attempts on – yeah, that's probably uh, half the shots of the team. It's more than that. I, I mean, exactly. Nurkic had two, Allen had seven, Eubanks had one, Okaji had one, and Eric Gordon had six. So 13, 15, 17 other shots. So 65. They had 82 shots, and the three of them had 65 of them. So exactly. It, it's just so hard to play anybody besides those three guys. Um, Nurkic had 13 rebounds. Great. Should take his rebound prop somewhere, but he only played 19 minutes because I mean they're just they're playing their guys. Nurkic is getting off the floor a lot, and they're playing Eric Gordon more and more. It's just tough when you're not looking at the big three here for Phoenix if everyone's healthy. Yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Will favorite play under 5K to go 7x? Who do you like? Oh, man, Stevie. In in this range, I'm not thrilled about this range today, but there was one guy that I mentioned um, that I I think is okay. I don't like it, but I'm going to roll with it. Give me Gary Trent against a dreadful Memphis team at 4,400. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm going to go with Sar Thompson for Detroit. His minutes have been a lot more consistent recently. He's been playing really good basketball. And, again, the Milwaukee matchup, very underrated. Milwaukee's a really bad defensive team. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Um, give me Donovan Mitchell at 9,900. I think he's too much for this spot. Yeah, that's who I had written down to. Um, yeah, like he could easily get to fifty. Don't get me wrong; it's a really tough matchup. 
Magic really good defensively. I man, I think almost everybody gets there today in this price range. Um I guess if I have to pick somebody, give me Katie. He had a big game Sunday. Maybe he's on a on an off day here. I don't know. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Um, I talked about this guy, Stevie. I was going to use him as let's get weird GPP, but I, mean, I think he's going to dominate. Give me Rudy Gobert at 7,400. Yeah, I mean, that game stays close. I think he... He absolutely crushes here. Uh, like that call. I, I don't. I didn't do this on purpose, but I I'm very Detroit heavy on the morning grind game today. Give me Jalen Duran as my six X play today. Really like the matchup for him here against Milwaukee. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got for us today? Well, I'm going to go back to someone else, Stevie, in the. Uh, last game of the night. I don't. I'm hoping it's not uh, too chalky. By the time we get there, give me Kobe White, 7200. Man, no Levine. Oh man, this 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 screams upside here. Yeah, I like that call. I think it's a really interesting call. Um, I'm, I don't hate it. My not on purpose, but uh, again, mine is going to come from Chicago as well. Give me AU here at 4,700 with Levine out. I expect him to play 28 plus minutes, and hopefully, he goes a little bit overlooked here in this matchup. Let's go to uh, the betting and pick 'em plays here. Uh, any player props or pick 'em plays that you like for this slate? Oh man, Stevie, I was looking. Uh during the show because prize picks actually already had some up and i'm going with one you guys know how i feel i love under stevie uh they just tend to speak to me and i'm going with none other than scotty barnes at eight and a half rebounds stevie i want less than that projection i haven't seen anything that suggests scotty suddenly about to be back to 10 12 rebounds still hovering in that five to seven range Scotty Barnes, eight and a half. I want less than that projection, even in a good spot here against Memphis. All right, I'm going to go to DeJounte Murray. I know this game's not on the slate for what we just broke down, but give me DeJounte Murray over 24 and a half points against Sacramento. No Trey Young in that game. He is he's averaging around 28 points per 36 with Trey Young off the floor. He gets almost a 5% usage bump with Trey Young out. So DeJounte Murray over 24 and a half points. And I just looked and you can get more than 24 and a half on prize picks. If you want to do, do a little morning grind to pick play there with Barnes and Murray, any against the spread money line bets here that, that you like any over unders, any of that stuff. Give me a second. I want to check this game again really quick give me yeah stevie give me give me the uh give me the magic money line i mean you can get them at minus 102 right now fanduel i think they beat the Cavs straight up that's the one i was looking for i figured they thought it was going to be a little bit tighter game straight up i, I take i'll take the magic here yeah i am going with toronto minus seven i think this line is a little too low um toronto uh, I think they're a much better team than Memphis. Memphis is missing all of their scores. You know, Desmond yeah. Baines out, Moran is out, Smart is out, Rose is out. 
Triple J can get in foul trouble in any any given night. So I think that getting Toronto minus seven at home against Memphis, I think that's a good line. And uh, I'm going to jump on this one. I think it moves throughout the day. So I'm going to get it. I already got it. I already bet this one. So, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, my brother. I appreciate it. So glad to come on and talk with you. And uh, hopefully we can keep running this thing back. Yes, we'll see you again, I think, on Friday. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind on YouTube. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.